Hello and welcome back to the Autumn Action News Podcast. My name is Jessica Joaquin and I am a reporter for OAN. We are so happy to have you join us today. We hope you are all safe and that you are all well. In this episode, we are going to recap a few things that were in our latest issue, the June 4th issue, which was also our graduation issue. Congratulations to all graduates out there. It has been a crazy year thus far, but we are very, very proud of you. You can view our entire issue and the graduation issue at autumnnews.org. That is O-O-D-H-A-M-N-E-W-S dot O-R-G. Head over there and have a look. We are recording this on June 5th, 2020, and today I am joined by a different co-host. Marissa is good, but the schedule has opened up for Tasha Silverhorn, our Autumn Action News senior reporter. Hello, Tasha. Welcome. How are you doing? Good. Really good. Really good. Are you excited to be on the the podcast? Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. That's awesome. And uh, I saw that you and your family went to go get tested and everything came back negative. How was that experience? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was uh, real quick and real easy. I, I was scared it was going to be the nasal swab, but it was throat swab and it wasn't, wasn't too bad. Oh, that's good. That's good. We're glad that you guys are, are well. Um, all right, Tasha, let's dive into these stories. You will be sharing two stories. I will be sharing two stories. But there is much more in our entire issue. So please go check it out. All right, all right Tasha, let's go with your stories. Tell me what you got. All right, I have two stories to share with you all. Um, I have an update on the COVID-19 cases here in the community and an in-depth information on COVID-19 testing. As of Friday, June 5th, 2020, there have been 27 SRPMIC residents, SRPMIC members and non-members who have been tested positive for the coronavirus. There have been a total of 1,105 tests completed and a total of 50 who have tested positive. That includes SRPMIC residents and those living off the community and who are non-members. There are a total of 155 who have tested negative, and 30 of those who have tested positive have recovered from the virus. For more information on the virus, visit SRPMIC's Facebook page for any new information at www facebook.com slash srpmic where the srpmic will be posting updates stats every monday wednesday and friday the in-depth information on covid19 testing as the arizona stay-at-home order has been lifted more people are going out continuing to spread the novel coronavirus with the increasing number of positive results in the salt river pima maricopa indian community community members are being urged to remain at home and practice social distancing During this time, the Salt River Clinic continues to be the location for SRP MIC members to get tested, experiencing COVID-19 symptoms or not. In an in-depth explanation of COVID-19 testing, community epidemiologist Nancy Mangieri shared the different types of tests, how long it takes to get the results, what to do if you test positive, who can take the tests, getting the test results to the SRP MIC members. The two types of tests are a nasal swab and a throat swab. The nasal swab is more invasive and can be a health hazard to healthcare providers conducting the test. If a patient coughs or sneezes, it can put the health provider in a path of the viral particles if the patient is carrying the virus. Collecting a sample from the throat is known as an oropharyngeal specimen and it decreases the medical staff's 
need for personal protective equipment, which is currently in short supply. It should take anywhere from 24 to 72 hours to receive the test results. The community is using several laboratories to process the test, including Phoenix Medical Indian Center Lab, the Arizona State Public Health Lab, and the Transitional Genomics Research Institute, TGen Lab. The Salt River Clinic is also using a rapid test called the Abbott ID Now COVID-19 test, which gives results in approximately 15 minutes. However, this test is available only in a limited supply and is only used with provider approval. Manjuri explained when a test returns positive, a Salt River provider calls the client and provides them with information and support. Manjiri will then call the client and conduct a contact investigation. This investigation includes asking the client about their specific symptoms and when and where they first became ill or in contact with other positive cases. This investigation includes asking the client about their specific symptoms and when and where they first became ill or came in contact with another positive case. All COVID-19 positive patients are provided with the resources and asked to stay quarantined for 10 to 14 days. If the patient has symptoms that require a healthcare provider, follow-up is available. If a patient has mild or no symptoms, they can recover at home using over-the-counter medications. Currently, the community has a steady supply of tests and testing is currently provided to all SRPMIC members who want it. Priority testing is given to sick people, healthcare professionals, first responders, and people who fall into the high-risk categories. SRPMIC enrolled members who do not have symptoms such as fever, cough, shortness of breath, but would like to still take the COVID-19 test can call the SRPMIC COVID-19 hotline at 480-362-2603 or 480-531-2677 to make an appointment. This includes SRP members who do not reside in the community. Manjiri would like to thank the SRPMIC emergency management team who coordinated the effort to get the COVID testing in the community and to the entire SRPMIC government for stepping up and providing services to make this enormous effort work. COVID-19 testing is available Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and visit the SRPMIC Facebook page for any new information. For the full story, go to theautumnnews.org. And the next story is graduation promotion celebration at the Salt River Schools food distribution site. During the week of May 18th to the 22nd, the Salt River Schools food distribution recognized all students who will be advancing to the next school grade in the fall. Each day, students of a certain grade were asked to come out and celebrate by decorating their vehicles, making signs, and making noise to help honor their achievements. Students were given coupons for free treats and meals donated from restaurants located at the Talking Stick Entertainment District, such as Frosties from Wendy's, root beer floats from Arby's, sliders from White Castle, and ice cream cones from McDonald's, and dinners from Chili's and the new Texas Roadhouse located at Via de Ventura. Departments and other local businesses also donated items such as books, sunglasses, crayons, bags, and much more to award students for all their hard work this school year. The Salt River Community Recreational Services staff were also on hand to volunteer throughout the week and hosted a raffle for students and their families. Raffle prizes included swimming pools, outdoor chairs, squirt guns, and other outdoor toys. The Salt River Schools food distribution continues to hold free breakfast and lunch distributions to all students at the Salt River High School from 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m., 
For more information, visit the Salt River Schools on Facebook at facebook.com slash Salt River Schools or on Instagram at Salt River Schools. Yeah, they post a lot of really good stuff on, on their um, on their page. It seems like if you had a student in Salt River Schools, you're you're well aware of every activity that they have going on throughout this whole entire pandemic. Yeah, I enjoy their Facebook page. They have a lot of information and they're out there taking a lot of pictures and videos. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Let's move on to what I am covering, and it is doing business with SRPMIC, Phase 1, the Returning Strong Work Plan. The Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian Community Tribal Government has been preparing to transition employees back to work. For more information, here's Assistant Community Manager Lena Jackson Eckert. Hello. The Tribal Government has been preparing the transitioning of employees returned back to work. A strategic plan in phases has been developed to protect the health and well-being of our community members, employees, and guests. The plan includes phase one, two, and the new normal. On June 1st, the tribal government will begin the phase one return strong work plan. It won't be business as usual, but it will be business to protect us all. Here's what's new. Phase one is all about safety and keeping it simple. Everyone doing business with the tribal government must wear a face mask when outside their own workspace. This includes employees who are required to do a self-check every day to make sure they don't have symptoms or have been exposed to COVID-19. During this phase, our tribal government offices will remain locked. There will be limited on-site services available by appointment only. You must call first to make an appointment. When you arrive at the building, you may be required to call the person you have an appointment with to let them know you've arrived. You will be met at the facility entry and escorted to your appointment. Inside, you'll see sneeze guards to protect you and the employees. When you have completed your appointment, you'll be escorted out of the building. During phase one, you will not be able to walk around freely while in a facility. All other preventative measures to limit the spread of COVID-19 remain in place during this phase. Finance will continue to distribute checks by direct deposit, pay cards, and mail. Free summer breakfast and lunch will be available for children under age 18. Meals will be grab and go. The Senior Center will be providing meals at Salt River and Lehigh. Online youth activities will continue, but no youth camps will be offered. All SRPMIC and Lehigh facilities will remain closed. These include Roundhouse Cafe, Parks, Pools, Ball Fields, Gyms, The Wolf, Salt River Community Building, Lehigh Center, Memorial Hall, XPN, and the Neighborhood Centers. The Council will continue to meet by Skype. You can participate by emailing your comment to the email listed. An expected 30% of staff will return to the work site in Phase 1. All other staff will continue to provide services remotely by teleworking. During Phase 1, it's critical that everyone continue to practice these five preventative measures. Stay home, wash your hands frequently, stay six feet or more apart from others, wear a face mask, stay connected by communicating with family and friends. We all need to be smart about how we restart our community. We need everyone to do their part. Thank you. 
The council will continue to meet online by Skype. You can participate by emailing your comments to council underscore meetings underscore cm underscore comments at srpmic-nsn.gov. For a list of all departments providing on-site services during Phase 1, please see the latest issue of the Autumn Action News at autumnnews.org. The Autumn Action News will not be returning in Phase 1, but that doesn't mean we are not working. We will not be on-site, but we will continue to give you all the latest information from around the community. Moving on to the 2020 Census. The 2020 Census is important to SRPMIC. This article is by Angela Williford the Office of the Congressional and Legislative Affairs. As the COVID-19 pandemic has put the country on pause, one nationwide event is still going forward, the 2020 U.S. Census. Taken every 10 years, the census is an official count of every U.S. citizen. The results are used for many things, including how many members of Congress will represent each state and how much federal funding may go to a state government, a local government, or tribal government. That is why an important goal of the leadership of the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community is to ensure that all individuals living within the boundaries of the community are counted in 2020. The enrolled population of SRPMIC and those living here is much larger than it was in 2010. As such, it is important that every resident of the community be accurately represented by completing the 2020 census form. Where can you find the census form? As of April 1st, paper-based census questionnaires have been mailed to every resident of the community. So you can fill that out, or you can complete the census form online at my2020census.gov. Finally, you can place a phone call to the census and verbally complete the census form. That phone number is 1-844-330-2020. On the census questionnaire where it asks, what is the person's race or origin, it is important to select American Indian. And in the empty box, enter Salt River Prima Maricopa Indian Community. What is next? In the past, you would have seen the U.S. Census worker walking through the community with clipboards and questionnaires asking people to complete the form. However, due to COVID-19, census workers are not yet able to physically enter communities. That may happen but not until it is safe for the workers and for SRPMIC residents. While the U.S. Census workers remain idle, please check the SRPMIC Facebook page as the Office of Congressional and Legislative Affairs continue to have weekly prize giveaways for residents who complete their census questionnaire. After you complete your questionnaire, please email Angela Williford at angela.williford at srpmic-nsn.gov and send your name and telephone number stating you completed your census. You will be entered into a weekly drawing to win a $30 gift card. Winners of the drawing are announced on the SRPMIC Facebook page. Is there progress? Yes, as of today, the SRPMIC has reached a 40% completion rate. Once the SRPMIC response rate reaches the milestone of 50%, 75%, and 100%, there will be a raffle giveaway of a 60-inch television. Remember, I count, you count, we count. Let's ensure SRPMIC gets counted in the 2020 census. Tasha, have you turned in your census information? Yes, I did. I didn't know I was supposed to email her to let to enter to win a, a gift card. I thought it automatically went through to them. 
Nope, nope. You got to make sure you enroll yourself in that in that little raffle. And then also, it sounds like you'll be entered in a bigger raffle, right, for a 60-inch television? Oh, dang. I didn't know that. Um, I guess I'll email her when I'm done with this. Yeah, definitely go ahead and uh, send her that information. You know, it's funny because uh, I knew that was going to cover this this uh, story for this podcast. And uh, this morning I was like, well, let me complete my census so I can say on the podcast that I completed my census. And nope, still haven't gotten around to it. It only takes like five minutes, not even five minutes. It's pretty quick. Yeah, I got to get to it. I got to get to it. Um, So everybody who has not done it, just like I have not done it, let's put it on our to-do list. Maybe first thing tomorrow morning while we're having our coffee, let's get it done. Before we go, on our next episode of OAN Connects, we will be speaking to a few graduates. But today I have a graduate with me and would like to ask her a few questions. Tasha is a 2020 graduate of Grand Canyon University, where she received her Bachelor's of Science in Applied Management. Congrats, Tasha. Oh, cool. Thank you. (laughs) How's it feel? It feels good to not have homework this weekend or (laughs) this week at all. I'm so relieved. That's awesome. Well, how did you celebrate? My husband had a a surprise drive-through parade type thing celebration. That was pretty cool. Um, A lot of my friends and family came through and drove up through our little roundabout here in the front of the yard and cheered and all that for me. It was pretty awesome. I was overwhelmed and surprised and it made me cry. (laughs) I never cry (laughs) in front of people. But yeah, it was cool. Congratulations. Now, what is next for you? Um, I'm trying to apply for ASU, but I don't know. It's kind of difficult. I don't, the process right now, I'm like trying to get through it, but, um, to do journalism or, um, for my master's, or if I don't get that going, I'll probably just go back to GCU and do my master's in communications. Either way, going to get my master's. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Keep, keep going. No reason Mm -hmm. to stop. That's great. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best in your future plans. Yeah, thank you. And that does it for us, folks. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And remember, if you have any feedback or a story idea, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Anything else, Tasha? Um, if you missed the graduation issue deadline, um, you're still welcome to um, submit your, your graduates and with a 30 word message and a photo of them. And we'll continue to do, to add that into our next couple issues. You can email me at Tasha.Silverhorn2 at srpmic-nsn.gov. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Stay safe, everyone, and wash your hands. Bye-bye. Bye.